You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money. And this week I'm speaking to Gustav Reinach from Brenthurst Wealth in Pretoria. Gustav, we can't escape what's happened over the last uh, the last week or so because it is extraordinary. But I, what I'm fascinated by is the way that you and your colleagues at Brenthurst Wealth speak to a client who phones you up and says, oh, I see over the weekend that... Uh, Joe Biden is now the president. I see the markets are going through the roof and gold has fallen $100 from its highs and all those sorts of very, very relevant questions. What do you say to them? Do you say, forget about the noise, enjoy the circus that is Donald Trump and uh, the US and indeed European media, but forget about it for now and just sit back and enjoy it. We'll take care of your investments, but we'll talk to you about it if we want to. That's a long introduction, but how do you approach it, Gustav? Yeah, uh, Lindsay, thank you for you and the listeners. And um, yeah, it's definitely a very good question because uh, all clients are worried about their portfolios in times like these because uh, markets are volatile and there's a lot of uncertainty in the world. Uh, just as we thought Corona is getting dampened a bit and uh, COVID-19 and everything. But um the volatility just picks up because of the U.S. elections, because um, a lot of eyes of the whole world is on these elections, uh, especially with Biden um, looking to have uh, gotten the upper hand in all the elections. And it seems like he's on the winning foot. Um, it, I don't think it matters much what Trump is blasting down his throat the, the past while about lawsuits yes. and everything. I think in the end he will stand as president, which is actually on the on the, on the plus side very good for emerging markets all across the, the world because, um, as we know, Biden isn't as strict uh, with regulations and import and export um, uh, regulations uh, uh, with the U.S. So it, it opens up emerging markets to 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 the US and uh, it just dampens a bit of uh, the the stress regarding all the markets and Trump that uh, wanted to rule the world all the time. So what we actually do in the portfolio is uh, speak twenty four seven to the fund managers that we do choose into our portfolios and how they structure um, their investments. So we know Biden has a um, I can almost say a bias to green energy. And we know that he would probably want to um, increase the, the company taxes in America, which in the short term, um, my opinion, um, would maybe reflect in the market a bit negative. But we know that uh, uh, the U.S. has a good record of distributing that taxpayer's money in good ways for the economy to help it grow. Um, not like other countries around the world that uh, uses tax money for other purposes. So what you're saying so, is, yeah. so sorry to interrupt you, Gustav, what you're saying is that if they do increase uh, corporate taxes, the taxes will not be used to pay off deficits and the, the debts of the previous administrations. What they'll be used for is perhaps infrastructure spend like roads and hospitals and schools and that sort of thing. So on the one hand, corporates may suffer and Wall Street may suffer. But on the other hand, the economy will benefit. And therefore, in the longer term, uh, more taxes are brought in because of the increased economic activity and so it goes from there is that what you're saying yes absolutely i think it's a it's a cyclical process so certain industries in in the market in in the world market the msci and also in europe uh, us specifically uh, will do good and others 
will uh, underperform a bit. That's where the old line of diversification comes along again, where you say don't take a certain view in a specific market or industry. Um, get a good all-round portfolio, which we specialize in any independent financial advisor um, that's worth his money will do for you in the portfolio is to diversify into all the sectors and not go into specific industries and sectors in the market because we know sectors and industries are cyclical. So sometimes um, uh, certain industries and sectors will outperform others. And on the side, just like you mentioned now, infrastructure and, and, and so on will uh, get up. And I think, and um, I don't know what's going to happen with tech stocks because the tech stocks currently, they are rewriting the whole valuation model base that analysts have, have been used for have, have been using for years I think because yes. it's just dumbstruck because they, everyone says it's overvalued everyone said it's been overvalued for five six years but it just keeps going like a steam train so um, the, the the more questions we ask fund managers the more they tell us that valuation models are being rewritten in the current world that we're in Yes, I do think that there are certain stocks that justify these valuations. There are other stocks that don't. But what I also know is that it doesn't matter what circumstances or what era you're living in. The fact is that when it comes to valuations, they always revert to the mean. And that is a fundamental tenet, I think, of investment philosophy. A stock cannot stay at a 200, 250, 300 PE for that much longer. It must come back eventually. Either the earnings must go up or the price must come mm. down. And as, if I look at my screen last night and I look at my screen now as we pre-record this good stuff, I see yeah. that the NASDAQ futures are down 1.6% and there's a rotation from these high-flying tech stocks into value. Now, are you tempted or are your clients tempted to phone you and say, I've seen what's happening. I've listened to this interview and uh, I want to get out of tech and in, into value. Are you tempted to say, well, okay, if that's what you want, let's do it. Or do you say, let's just wait? Well, it's, it's, it's really going to be a question of uh, client specific and how I treat that client. How long has he been in tech? Um, is he only buying in now? Has he been in there for a while? And then it always goes back to uh, a long term view or short term view. So I need to know, um, does this client want to speculate on stocks or and everything? Or is he in it for the long term and capital growth? So we will look at and we have been including uh, value uh, type of funds into our portfolios for the past while and increasing that uh, steadily but we also do still like tech stocks i mean if you look at facebook who doesn't have a, a cent of debt but they have so much levers to pull still in the marketing face of things um, the new contract that they signed with shopify um, which everyone would have seen that uh, it, it looks almost like a olx or a ebay type of facebook shops that's coming up on, on facebook so Yes. That's one of the things that they own Instagram and WhatsApp as well. There isn't even marketing or adverts on WhatsApp to this day, but that's still a lever to pull. So they have so much uh, levers to pull still um, to, to, to generate revenue, to, to uh, generate cash flows that we say, well, I don't know if you don't want to be in it. I, I think you need to be in that for the future and, and, and tech specifically, because I think that is the future. So 
I wouldn't say have zero um, exposure in the portfolio to tech, but I would say diversify um, uh, around other industries as well and sectors. Okay, let's look at South Africa now because we've been very US-centric in our chatting so far, Gustav. It's been a fantastic, fantastic couple of weeks for SA Inc. Okay, it's come off a long base and uh, it it was due some sort of re-rating. The question is, what are you saying to your clients? Can it continue or is this just a moment in time which should be not ignored but certainly treated with caution? Yes. Well, what we always tell our clients, we we know uh, offshore has done very good, but we all, all of us live in South Africa, or most of us live in South Africa, and uh, we wanted to 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 go better or, or to 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 for this country to improve economically wise. So we we we've seen that there's a there's a, a arrest warrant for Eshmachashule out, which is great because he is, uh, according to us, someone that has been involved in very scaly deals. So while we busy seeing the dollar getting weakened, we see the rand strengthening because of that. Firstly, and then we see people are getting put behind bars, which is also a good thing for South Africa. And once this corona and COVID thing uh, with the vaccine being created that we'll talk about shortly, I assume, but um, um, it, it's getting there's a vaccine coming up. And I think that's a very good step in the right direction. It's very good for emerging markets and, and stress relief uh, because of Biden's election, firstly, in, in the U.S., because emerging markets will do good within um, lightening the restrictions of imports and exports. So we hope it goes better with South Africa and, and, and we open to uh, allocating more funds uh, towards South Africa because of it doing good. But there's a, f- a few more steps that, that needs to be followed into the right direction. OK, good. So we we understand what's going on. Regarding the U.S. election, we should maybe just wait a little while, but there are a certain amount of factors that will come out um, next year, i.e. higher corporate taxes, higher wealth taxes for people that earn over 400,000 U.S. dollars a year. And okay, the market can take that, and there may be a little bit of a blip here and there, but uh, the, the market will get over that. What about the vaccine? Is this the silver bullet? Is this the thing that says we are going to get back to normality? And it's not just one vaccine either, Gustav. There's, there's going to be three or four more that come along, and maybe they'll be easier to administer. Who knows? But certainly it's a step in the right direction. And as markets are forward-looking, then we should embrace this. Mm. No, absolutely. I think it's it's a brilliant step in the right direction, uh, like you said. I think only time will tell if it's the silver bullet. But I think it's it's much better than uh, where we were a week ago, where we didn't know and we were unsure. So I've I've just seen an article pop up that Wits University in South Africa also is right behind um, um, Pfizer with this uh, whole vaccine, and they they're in the running as well. So I think the faster this can get out in the world and, and the stress is relieved and the, and the worry uh, sentiment will start to pick up, and it obviously will be good for markets and 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 the world economy. Yes, indeed. It's all to do with sentiment. And after all, no matter what you say, human beings run markets and economies. And if we're feeling better about mm. ourselves, and a lot of people I've spoken to in the last 24 hours are suddenly feeling really good about themselves, then, of course, that translates itself into activity. Gustav, thank you very much for your time. That's Gustav Reinach from Brentos Wealth in Pretoria. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brentos Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.